You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's up, y'all? This is Dre with Bill 206, Bill 206 Media. This is another episode of The Collective Network, where we're providing a platform for amazing folks in the community to share the amazing work that they're doing so the community at large can be aware and tap into the many resources that we have. And today I have a good friend, Miss Noel, on the line, and she does a lot of amazing work when it comes to performing arts, arts, and just being artistic and just an overall great person. So I'm going to bring her on so she can share some of the amazing work that she's doing. I see her in the back studio, so I'm going to bring her in and we're going to get this conversation going. Hey, what's up? Hi, Dre. How you doing? I am good. How are you? Good. Perfect. Uh, happy to be in the Build Media studio. It's a good place to be, so thanks for bringing me here. Yeah, we're trying to make some things happen during COVID, man. We, you know, moving, moving things to the next level, so we're happy to Happy to, I think when we first started doing the Bill 206 Media, we we did your fundraiser and that was a dope, dope event, so. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, you came in like, <laughs> we were about to not be successful if it wasn't for uh, you and, and um, what you've provided here. So I really appreciate it. Um, and I would say that you're not trying, you're absolutely doing. So I don't know, that language is a little faulty because you're not trying, you're absolutely doing things in the pandemic so that's great that's cool thank you and we're happy to support you and your guys's funders i think it was a little dope event i remember the little hand hand dance it was i don't i don't know all the moves but yeah it was I was say, did you participate or were you just behind the like tech no. like and eh, not for me yeah i was just behind the tech but you guys had it popping on the zoom it was it was going down so but yeah let's jump in <clears throat> jump in i'm you know we've got a few questions for to ask you so folks can get to know who you are, what you're doing, what makes you tick, those types of things. So the, the first question is a very simple question is tell folks a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, just share whatever you want to share. Just a little bit about Miss Noel. Interesting. Is this like about me or about me and transitioning into my work and my business? Because I always feel like those used to be super combined, but now they're like kind of separate, which is fun. Uh, you could take it wherever you want to take it. We definitely have a, a, a question that'll dig into the work that you are have done in the, in the community. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So well, then I'll just you, tell you, you about myself. Um, okay. I'm Noelle Price. I, I teach young artists actually. So typically when I introduce myself to them, I go, hi, I'm Miss Noelle and I'm a nice, nice lady, which is kind of weird, but also what I literally say to them. Um, I think I'm a person who loves the art, but that is apparent because of the work that I do that you'll hear about a little bit later. I think that I am always, always growing and seeking to learn, uh, be it in a professional setting or even just um, personally in my personal life. Um, a fun fact, I was recently talking with my brother about who I am and who I'm growing into. And uh, he noted that uh, previously in our conversations, I would speak in a higher octave. And I just think as I, as I grow and like shed these different parts of myself, shed these layers and become more full of myself, I just, I find that my register becomes uh, more honest and that I actually talk in my real voice. Don't know if that was relevant to anyone, but 
it matters to me. So that's a little bit of who I am. Um, just a growing human and a growing artist and happy to be here. We're happy to have you. I think anything that's relevant to you is relevant to to how you describe yourself. So I think that's that's cool. I don't hear no difference, but I mean, people that are around you probably. <laughs> well, maybe I was always myself with you. I don't know. You know, like, yeah, like, that, some that, people are like, I'm going to be a different person. You know, <laughs> like, maybe I was just always me. Okay. I did hear a different voice when you did the fundraiser. I was like, who's this person? So, okay. See? That's what so, I'm okay. saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know that one. Like, who is this? Okay. But I thought that was just the professional voice, but okay. It is. We're also working <laughs> with natural light here in my home. So, you know, if you see it going in and out um, audience, then, then there you go. But I should stay pretty much bright the whole time. But yeah. Oh, good. Natural light is always good. So, <laughs> So you kind of talked about, or I said this is this is the next question that uh, you were asking for clarity on, but it's uh, tell us a little bit about the work you are doing or have done in community. Yeah. Um, well, first, I just want to say, like, community is something that you create, right? So I think it has a lot to do with um, where do you want to invest and who do you want to spend your time with, and also maybe. Um, who have you seen maybe that isn't uplifted? And do you want to create space and platforms for them? Or do you want to um, just kind of kind of words, follow the bandwagon and, and jump into someone else's community? And I, I think for myself, I intentionally try to do both. Um, as a young girl, I like figured out that there weren't a lot of movers like me. So I'm a contemporary dance artist, if I didn't explicitly say that the first time. Um, and more than that, I'm, I'm a creator. I do poetry as well. But um, I didn't see a lot of Black, thick women in the types of dance works that I wanted to do. And with that, I thought that it was so important to create this thing called Price Arts. So Price Arts is my multidisciplinary arts organization. And I would offer community that um, just, you know, encourages people to find freedom through art. So that doesn't matter what platform you're a part of, if you have an idea or if Price Arts has a platform that you can share your work in, then, then that's what we desire. So um, how have I participated in community? Well, I'm part of the Exit Space community, which is wonderful. Um, it's a studio on Green Lake. And again, I have fostered my own community and I like to press into communities like Build 206. And um, I just, yeah, so I've created, I don't know, what are those things called? Like. I've curated different shows that either had to do with visual works or um, or dance shows. So those are the things that I do. Yeah. Dope. So yeah, you've done so much amazing things and created space. And like not only, I think it was dope because you're creating space for community, but you also created a safe space for you, something that you saw a void to fill the, fill the gap. So that's that's hella hella dope. So the next question is kind of what makes you tick? Like who? Who or what inspires you and why? So I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna have something amazing to say, say about that. <laughs> I mean, you think so, Maybe but not. I think that that's always <laughs> been a, a tough one for me. Um, yeah, it's so weird when people say who inspire you because what I usually see is that other people will be like, "Oh, I'm inspired by this um, famous person or this famous person," um, and it doesn't always have to be that way. But I know for me, again, not seeing the famous people that I wanted to be, I guess I 
don't really have a desire to be famous, but well-known, influential, all of these things, right? Um, I don't know, Dre. Like, uh, let's see. My mother is a huge inspiration to me because she's um, she raised four kids. Our father passed, like, I don't know, when I was 10. So the other people were other how olds. Um, but so since the time that I was 10 years old, she raised four children and she has always been an entrepreneur. I've never seen my mother go work for anyone else. So right now she runs a travel agency and she... Uh, is a cosmetologist, and that's what she has been doing. That's her bread and butter for as long as I've known. And what else has she done? Uh, she does some poetry sometimes for local events, which is super fun. So she's also an artist. And I also watched her run the dance ministry at our church. So I've just always seen that human um, work smart enough to sustain uh, a home and four children. We all ate. Look at it. All I'm saying is, didn't go hungry. Okay. Uh, so I'm just very inspired by her. There's also Katrina Crawley. Um, again, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, if I didn't mention that. So, uh, back home, Katrina Crawley is a lawyer turned like, what's that thing called? She runs a health and wellness company for 18 months to 12 year olds because her daughter was actually born premature. So she had to find ways to strengthen her. So there are just these dynamic women in my life that have always ran their own businesses. And so because I didn't see a role model of a traditional nine to five job, I actually didn't know how to pursue that. So those are the people that inspire me are my dynamic family members. That's what's up. I knew you had something something in there that something inspires, some, someone or, or something that inspires you. So that's, that's dope, you know, to, to speak on how your mom influenced you and to seeing her be an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, you know, sparked you and gave you the confidence to know that you could, you know, step into that and, you know, walk, walk in your, in your gifts. So that's, that's dope. So um, this question is kind of, a, I'll just give you a heads. This question is kind of a loaded question because it's been a lot, a lot going on. So mm. it's, um, it's just, what do you think about everything that's been going on over the past year so you could take it whatever wherever you want because there's been so much like with the election with the covid with you know the 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 movement for black liberation anti-black blackness and you know to get off anti-black blackness and all that so there's been so much so i'll let you decide where you want to take or you may want to talk about something totally totally different but i just wanted to we try to provide space for people to share like what how they're feeling and what they think about what's going on right now yeah, so that is a loaded question. Uh, it's also one that causes me to desire to be transparent with y'all, which I think is never a bad thing. Um, what has been going on and what do I think? I think it's disgusting. I think everything that has been happening in our world is disgusting. I think it makes me sad every morning. I actually did a post the other day because um, I think recently we... Uh, we saw not only things from, you know, the guilty, you know, verdict, but also um, there was a young lady in recent media who lost her, didn't lose her life. Her life was taken. And I posted on Facebook, just like, I am committed to being incredibly pissed off today, but also enjoying and living my life because who knows, you know, when it's not going to be here. So 
What I will talk about though, is how do I feel about what's been happening in the media? Well, I feel like even though I'm a black woman, I still have so much to learn so that I can be better for my students and myself and my family. So specifically in Seattle, Washington, while everyone was learning about black lives mattering, as a black life, I was like, cool, well, what can I challenge myself to learn? And so I chose to delve into uh, things that I don't know, like um, communities of folks who, okay, so I'm still learning, but I think it's either differently able or just disabled communities, right? So I wanted to learn about that. I started taking a sign language class. So I was learning to sign. I need to practice though. So we're not going to do any more of that. And then additionally, uh, my transgender brothers and sisters, I don't know much about uh, or didn't. And so I, I intentionally decided to press more into those communities in the same way that um, white folks were creating allyships with us. I was like, well, what is my job as an ally, as a cisgender woman? I was like, what do I do? So I mean, I guess what I feel or what I did during these times is I occupied myself with something positive or, or a way that maybe I was lacking and wanted to strengthen myself. Um, so that is a very vulnerable um, ad admittance that I, uh, you know, be struggling and I have things to learn, but it's what I chose to do because I could have set back Dre on my like blackness and been like, I'm black, I'm black. I ain't got to learn nothing, right? I could have, but I, I just didn't. I made a decision. So that's how I feel. Yeah, and I appreciate you being real. And it's like lifelong learner, right? There's always room to grow, always room to have different perspectives and understand the intersectionality because as you layer other forms of oppression, disabilities, you know, gender, sexuality, um, age, when you add, add uh, those other, other things that, you know, things that people discriminate against on top of race, it just gets, you know, it's harder and harder and harder. So a lot of intersectionality. And when the reality is a lot of us have a lot more in common than than we don't, right? So it's it's you know it's an opportunity yeah. for us to really really look at where we where we could be in common and where we can work in fellowship and be in allyship to to move move the needle. And then once people really figure that out, that's when things are really gonna change. Until then it's everybody's kind of siloed doing their own thing, which people working within community and having their own subgroup subgroups to work on things isn't necessarily a bad thing, but they can't just stay in that area. They gotta be able to have partnerships that are across, you know, yeah. different different boundaries. So I, I applaud you for uh, analyzing yourself and saying, hey, here's these are some areas where I feel like I have some, you know, shortcomings or deficiencies or, or lack of understanding. And I'm going to actually be intentional on going out and trying to grow and improve. Um, and there was no better time than COVID to try to, you know, especially when we were really just really on lockdown to try to learn some, some new things. And, and then speaking on the media, you know, how the media portrays us and all that, like that's mm -hmm. why uh, opportunities like this or, you know, folks like you and other people that are just changing the narrative and, you know, not accepting what, you know, going into the, into the, what, what the norm is and having black owned media, you know, so we can control the narrative. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really important because otherwise, you know, if they tell them our story, it's their story, not our story. We need to, we need to start telling our story and, and reclaiming our history and all that good stuff. Cause it's the, 
the the uprising that happened last year. We've been fighting since we got here. They, they just don't. That's not in the history books, right? They just don't. Right. They don't I'm wanna, like, this ain't the first Black Lives Matter. What? Okay. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, I have no clue. I'm like, you're a lawyer. <laughs> that's cool. Well, I mean, if it's been omitted, you know, I think a lot of Black folks knew what what's what, but you know, um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy that. Like I said, you you dove in and you're continuing to do that and grow and just know like none of us got all the answers, none of us are perfect, and it's if you, if you ain't learning, you're 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 not living. So it's lifelong lifelong living. So um, so I appreciate you being vulnerable and saying, hey, there's some areas that I have some deficiencies in because we all do. This if we're being real about it. Like we all got areas that we can improve and grow in, and you know having conversations and spending time, you know, in community and 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 pressing yourself to grow is only going to make yourself in the world a better place. So thank you for that. For taking on that work and continue to press that out to the to your networks and and the folks that are around you because I'm sure if you're doing that people that are around you you can share that information and knowledge and as a leader and you can you know push people you know to to encourage them to press press themselves in the areas that they may not they may feel vulnerable and uncomfortable and that's really what a lot of this is about is people just feel uncomfortable having some of these conversations or being real about what's really going on even though it's right in front of their face right yeah people have a hard time getting uncomfortable even if it's just about themselves right what makes you uncomfortable about you um and i also have to say thank you so much Dre. you've always just truly been so encouraging um i think we met when i was um still talking in my higher register because I was much younger when I moved here. Um, and so I just, I have to say thank you, you know, kind of publicly because, you know, here we are, but it, it's been such a gift to have your continued support um, throughout these years. So thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I always kind of tell people, like, if you're around me professionally, personally, you know, in community work or whatever, I'm going to push you to be your best person. And hopefully same thing, like you're going to people give me feedback to make me improve. That's part of that lifelong learning, right? You know, as long as people are open, open to that and not saying, oh, no, I got everything together. And the people that are, I like that I'm really not going to be around too long because <laughs> I understand it is lifelong learning. So I appreciate it. You know, it's been a joy. You know, I think you're an amazing person. And I think the work that you do, and that's why it's, I think it's an opportunity for us to highlight the work that you're doing. And, you know, like I was telling you before, you know, pre-show, you know, you know, looking at trying to do a podcast to highlight black women in business. So I'll definitely be circling back with you and others, others on that. Um, if, if any black women are interested in being a part of that, be sure to email us at bill206 at gmail.com. And uh, we'll, we'll see if we can schedule you to get on to highlight the amazing, amazing black women in our community doing amazing things. So, so with that, like you said, it was really a lot of anxiety and stress and a lot of stuff going on that, on top of COVID on top of a crazy ass election cycle and, everything everything else right not even a crazy election side crazy administration you know it's like it's just been really sad right and yeah so, it's been sad and so this has really been like a really trendy thing on social media it's really trendy just out there in general but i know me personally and other folks that are serving servant leaders and in leadership positions i know me like i serve it well but i'm not necessarily um partaking in i've done a lot better in the, in the last couple of months but so the next question is 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 around how are you taking care of yourself? And and the reason why we ask this question is one people don't because <laughs> people don't, and you know, we want to normalize, you know, that we should be taking care of ourselves, right? You know, so some of the things I share, like you know, meditation and acupuncture, and I'm doing therapy now and those types of things. So it's like if we if people see just like you said, if you created a space for curvy, beautiful black women to be doing things that they society is telling us that we shouldn't be doing. It's the same thing with self-care. Like we need to be able to say it's okay to have feelings, it's okay to have anxiety, it's okay to be depressed, it's okay to do these things. 
but how do you move past that? What are the tools that you that you do? So the reason why we are, we are asking this question is one, for people to share the tools that they're using to take care of themselves. And two, if they're not, to try to you know, make sure that we're encouraging them, you know, to to take care of themselves, right? So it's 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 a, it's a double win. So I want to provide some space for you to talk about what have you done or what strategies have you used, even not even yeah. this time, but just in general. Like what what do you what do you do to make sure that you're you know filling yourself up um as well? Yeah. Um I thank you so much for all your transparency in terms of what you have had to do to make sure that you were taking care of your health. Um, I think I might've shared with you personally that 2020 took me out. I was not capable of functioning. And I've always thought, excuse my language if anyone is watching this and feels offended, but I always thought it was a white problem. Like I'm so depressed, I can't get out of bed. But again, like you said, that's because um, my community wasn't talking about it. They, you know, it was, um, it was almost cliche to have uh, conversations about mental wellness. Uh, one thing that my company did in 2018 and 19 was we produced an entire show that centered around um, the unfortunate reality of teen suicide. Um, one of my young, I guess he was a young colleague, I hired him in this program I was working with, he completed suicide and I ended up like sharing his story through movement uh, with the respect and uh, what is that? I was given permission by his mama and she also happens to be a psychiatrist. So when I started going downhill uh, in 2020, uh, I didn't know what to do. I was going to therapy. I was not connecting with my therapist. She was a white woman, but I don't think that was the issue. I just think like fundamentally we were very different people and I didn't feel supported by her. I didn't even know how to ask for what I needed. Um, so I went back to the young man's mom and we had talked about it, you know, years ago. I was like, I'm not doing well. Um, I think this is the moment where I need to accept your offer. And I ended up getting um, a low dosage of Zoloft, which really just rewired my brain and allowed the um, serotonin receptors to find the freaking serotonin. 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 So that was a gift uh, that I had those resources and I was able to go to someone and say, I am not doing okay. But it took me two years to get to the place where I was like, I'm not okay. And I cannot do this on my own. I also have to shout out um, one of my bosses, Marlo Martin. And she just said, Noel, that's not how life is supposed to feel. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess people don't feel like this. Um, so I think it's so important that we normalize it. Uh, in addition to taking that, I took it for about three months. I could have continued, but I, I found love. And then love also jumps the ser some serotonin things. And that was cool. So um, yeah, indulging in my current love is, is nice. I also make sure that I sleep. I take a lot of naps. I love naps. I eat I eat good food. I enjoy my food. When I want to indulge in cake, I eat cake. When I want to eat a cucumber and hummus, it was also avocado, which might sound kind of weird, but it was really tasty. Um, a cucumber and hummus avocado sandwich, I do that. When I want to go on meat fasts, I do that. I think I just learned to shed the things that didn't support me. 
And sometimes that comes in the form of friendships and that's really, really hard. But um, yeah, I just think that you are the most important thing. I am the most important thing. Um, ourselves is all grammar messed up. The most important thing. So take care of that thing. I also go to the gym sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Every once in a while. <laughs> I went like two weeks in a row, like every single day. Because I knew once I stopped, I wouldn't go back. And I literally stopped for a week. But I'm back now. Like I'm going. But um, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Thank you for being vulnerable. I'm laughing at the gym thing because like I've been working out a lot, but I don't like the gym never has been for me. So it's like I got a little daily chart that I track, like, you know, am I eating breakfast? Am I eating lunch? Am I eating dinner? You know, those types of things. And then I can look back. Those and things are important. Yeah, because I'll just get in the grind mode. And then before I know it, it's like I'm having some huge, huge dinner. Yeah, like, I don't no, have those I, issues. I, I eat every like, hour. It's like 40 <laughs> minutes. I'm ready. I'm like hungry. That's why I look so good. It's how I keep my inspirational figure. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, yeah, I really appreciate you being vulnerable, you know, all jokes aside, being vulnerable and sharing the process that you went through. And that's why we're intentional on asking these types of questions, because if, if we don't normalize this and create space for people to share, you know, we're just going to keep, like you said, like, you know, we're going to oh, some white, some white stuff or, or, or that's not, we don't do that. Or we're, you know, we got to be strong and all this. And it's like, at the end of the day, that's why our life expectancies, you know, we, we lead all these other health issues because we accept that lie. Yeah. And, we, and we're not taking care of ourselves. So then, you know, or we start self-medicating with other things, right. That, you know, create other health issues and so on and so forth. And Heather, not only health issues, but financial issues, there's a whole bunch of other issues that come, come with, come with those types of behavior, but you know, not knocking none of that. Like we, I, we all understand, you know, why people make the decisions that they make, but you know, we want to try to create space for people to be able to share. So I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing, you know, some of the trials and tribulations that you went through in 2020. I think 2020 was a hard year for everybody. And it was, and just, you know, I'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. So sad to hear about, you know, your colleague and you being able to honor, honor them, you know, working with the mother. But then it's dope that that tragedy happened and connected you back to her in a situation when you needed her, when you when you were looking for a resource. That, so it's like if that wouldn't happen, then you may not have had that resource that you needed. So I'm a strong believer. You know, people that most people don't know my story. The reason why I got into community work is I lost my brother. So I wouldn't be sitting here right now interviewing Miss Noel Price, if I didn't lose my brother when I was 22 years old. So that's a tragic situation, but I'm almost kind of try to find the bright side of things, but also like things happen for a reason. You know, there's a plan. I'm not really in, into religion like that, but I feel like there is a greater, greater uh, mission and, and uh, um, a gifts. Everybody has their gifts and there's things that happen that uh, give us opportunities to illuminate and lean into, lean into those gifts. So I, I just wanted to kind of connect the dot on that. I think that was listening to your story. I think that was dope that, you know, like I said, it was a tragic situation, but it connected you a resource that you were able to tap into years later when you when you needed it, and you you were looking for the resource other places, but they just it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it, wasn't it. it was you were trying to get to LeBron's days, and they gave you the, the Grand Hill drink Sprite. You know, <laughs> so. please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, it was it was tragic. I mean, all she kept saying was, I feel like you're having a hard time. And I was like, I told you I was having a hard time. 
What do you mean no you feeling. feel like? This ain't Sorry, no feelings. Just, this is, not this, connect. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, ain't, this, this ain't no feelings. This is reality. This is what's happening. I was like, hold on. I don't want to know what you think, what you feel, what you assume. I want to know your professional I went to school opinion. That's why I came to you because I'm struggling. You're like, fix I was me. so mad. <laughs> like, so mad. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you got the support that you needed. And like I said, and it was, you know, the relationship, it was probably even better because the relationship you have with that woman that helped you, you know, just for how you honored her son was probably, you know, helpful for her. It's probably healing for her as well. So continue the journey. It's never ending. Um, you know, continue to do the stuff, you know, meditate, you know, work out, take your walks. I think you can eat, you can eat whatever you want to eat as long as you're burning it off, man. That's 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 what I that's what I. <laughs> nah, I can't burn I, off as much cake as I like to eat. I like cake. cake. I just like like dense chocolate cake. Like I don't know what it is. Like well, no, because I like confetti cake too. And then I found this other one, and it's called carnival cake. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> But seriously, you know, it's basically for my career path. How can I be inspirational if I just all of a sudden popped up, you know, like super stick thin, you know, like nobody wants that. They're like, what? That's not Noel. That's not the brand. So, you know. Right. Well, that's what's up. So that transitions us into our next question. And it's, you know, it's, it's uh, their next question is what advice would you give someone looking to get into community work, you know, looking to give back. Cause I know part of your mission and vision in your, in your arts is you guys give back and have fundraisers and do different types of things to give to community. So it's not just about you know, the performing arts. It's also, how can you, how do you guys engage? But I want to provide you an opportunity to kind of, you know, as you, I know you mentor folks and even your peers or even, you know, folks that are older than you, you know, what advice and right now, like 2020, a lot of people got activated, right? They, a lot of people came out and want you know, be involved and, so it's like, what advice, if you could give people advice, what advice would you give them about getting involved? Mm, I guess know your audience, right? So the thing about volunteering is, and like with community work, <laughs> with community work, sometimes it has a lot to do with volunteer, but not always. Like, obviously people make money. Um but let's let's take that volunteer perspective, right? So you want to get into community work and you know that that's going to start by you being a volunteer, okay? Please do not go volunteer for something you're not passionate about. Don't volunteer for something you saw someone else volunteered for. So you're like, I don't know, everyone's doing it. And although that sounds like such a like common sense notion, I don't think that it is. I think it's the same with like work, right? Um Discover what you actually enjoy and then go pursue that, you know, for the money, for no money. It doesn't matter. But I think, you know, we we trick ourselves into believing that we can't actually do the things that we want to do. And you can. So what, whatever you are actually passionate about um, and go find that community and and spend time with that community. Definitely, if you want to do community work. Go spend time with the community that you want to influence. Um, it's it's very hard, and I've I've tried this, right? It's very hard to try and influence a community you've never spent time with. It, going on a tangent that I shouldn't, but that's also why we get so many like um, you know, white folks who are like, uh, I want this type of community, or I want to influence this type of community, but they're like, they just won't show up. I'm like, well, did you show up? You have to show up. Maybe that's the advice. Mm -hmm show up for the community you want to show up for. 
Yeah, and passion. Like, you know, they say if you're passionate about something, even if it's work, like you'll never work a day in your life, right? If you love what you do. Which man. is true. <laughs> and and I would say the moment it becomes work, reevaluate, right? Is it something in you? Is that season, is that opportunity no longer an opportunity? I'm in a big transition right now. And it's because the opportunities that I had, let's say like 15 to 26, right? Those opportunities are no longer opportunities for me. I've grown through them. And it's so incredible to be like um, starting these, these new ventures and these new things and also seeing the way that I can invest more into my company, Price Arts, and broaden it. So uh, yeah, when it starts to feel like work, just reevaluate because it's either something fundamentally like off about your mentality or that's not your opportunity anymore. That's not your blessing anymore. So don't don't do it. Don't say. Well you, well, you talked about the 16 to 26. Do you mind sharing with folks your age? Oh, I'm 28. 28 years old. So this brilliance is brilliance and leadership, you know, and desire is this, you know, black brilliance early. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to share that because, I mean, you're doing amazing things and there's only room to grow. And as you continue to evolve. So I just wanted people to put that out there because, you know, age isn't always necessarily the indication of uh, brilliance or seasons or knowledge. So, I mean, I think you have have a lot. And like you said, we all got areas that we can improve and grow in. But I really take my hats off, hat off to you for being a young person out here leading and, and taking steps and being not going into the traditional subsets of where they say we need to go right where we need to exist or or playing into the economy. Uh, capitalism and you know I think part of that like you said from part of who inspires you, your mom seeing that entrepreneurial spirit and saying hey I can do this let's make it happen so hats off hats off to you um, for that and thanks for providing the feedback too of, of you know about the passion and doing things and you know not trying to recreate the will and you know getting involved so I think those are all key good advice for people that, that want to get involved you know thank you so much you're like I said your encouragement is always like oh that's how you see me wonderful thanks <laughs> So I want to provide you an opportunity. It's going to be in the description. It's in the description of the show as well. But we know people take in information differently. So I want to provide you an opportunity to share the best ways for people to get in contact with you and get in contact with the work, the work that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so a few ways. There's always Instagram, which is super fun. My personal is like noel.price7 uh, with Price Arts. It's Price Arts underscore. Uh, there's also Facebook. Both, I think, are under the same name there. And then our website is pricearts.co, which is fun. You can always go to the website and see the things that we're doing with performing arts. There is another venture starting recently called Oculus Wide, which is a um, small project uh, like consulting thing that I do. So I love to take folks from step A to Z. Um, and although I could never do that for a Fortune 500 company because I wouldn't want to, if you have an idea, if you're passionate about something and you're like, I just really don't know how to put one foot in front of the other, or you want somebody to give you a deadline, I'll do that. So that's another thing that I'm um, walking into, which is super fun. So Oculus Wide and Price Arts are um, both whatever the name is, .co, so co, not com, co. So both of those you can reach me at. Yeah. And all of my email and stuff are is accessible through those websites. Dope. So before we wrap up, I always get since I've been kind of leading the conversation, asking the questions, always the last question is always 
do you have questions, any questions for me? I try to give people space to. I'm not prepared. You know, Let me you think. Don't, you don't have to have questions for me, but it's, I want to be equitable in the space that, hey, you know, that I've been controlling the conversations. So I want to, you know, give people an opportunity if they have any questions for me, feel free to ask. I have a question. Yes. Okay. So it's clear to me, right, being able to grow as a business human alongside you, I would say, because I've watched you um, in various seasons of, of build and all of the build branding. Um, and you have grown. So I just I also want to kind of throw back some of that energy you were handing off to me. It is so incredible to watch you always, always searching um, for the best way to get this information out to to your community and the people that you love. Um, you're relentless in that. And I think um, you finding all of that self-care is incredible because you need it. You do so much. Uh, what what's something you learned about yourself? through this journey? Um, I'd say in the last maybe five years, what is something that you learned about yourself? Um, I think the team, you know, really relying on the team. Like, I, it's not just me. Like, we got a team. It's a machine of us behind behind it. You know, I may be the face or a lot of people think about it as me, but, you know, Isaiah, you know, Proof in the Play, Willard, uh, Kendrick, you know, uh, Pooh, Clown. You know, there's a lot of my, you know, Ramon, there's a lot of us that have been putting in work. And then outside of that, it's like the extended network, you know, like we call it the Legion of Build, which is, you know, like a lot of our elders. Um, you know, there's a, it's not just me. So I've, I've understood the, the the power of community and network. And that's like my small community. Right. But then when you start, you know, going the ripples go out, then that's where you get into the, you know, price arts and and other folks that are doing amazing Africa town, King County Equity Now, Creative Justice choose 180, you start looking at, you know, you know, we're all tapped in and we have so much resource and resiliency. So I've learned that, you know, that we have a lot more than what, than what we sometimes we think or what we're being told that we have. We just got to really leverage the resources that we have to the best of our abilities. And everything's not all about money. Like we can horse trade stuff. We can make things happen uh, to, to pull stuff off. We got a lot of brilliancy and a lot of people that are willing to volunteer and put blood, sweat and tears in and have put blood, sweat and tears in. Uh, but we also know that, you know, we're living in capitalism and people got to keep the lights on and, and food on the table and take care of their kids and so on and so forth. So understanding it's a balancing. But uh, really, I learned like the power of the team, the power of community. And and uh, I think you spoke a little bit about there's like seasons for everything. Like, you know, some person may be on your team at this point, but they may not be. And you've got to take the value from that chapter and learn from Ooh, that chapter yes. and then close close that chapter and then maybe you revisit that chapter. You know what I mean? So it's, it all really depends because it's like anything you're learning, you may have to go back and revisit and say, okay, how could I correct or, you know, reread this? Or maybe it's that book is done and it, you know, you sell it on offer up. Who knows? <laughs> Stop it. I've been talking about, um, thank you for sharing, by the way, but I've been talking about this idea of uh, rather than just seasons, but people as bridges, right? And so it kind of makes them more important than than maybe somebody being like, that was just a season and it's gone, right? Like a season is fleeting. But the idea of someone being a bridge, right? I think of, again, one of my friends that like, we're just not in community anymore. And she was such an incredible bridge for my growth, my happiness, my love, all of it. Like, but the bridge has to stay there. You know, like the bridge is a structure and it's strong and it gets you from one place to the next, but a bridge can't move. It has to stay there. It can't go with you. 
and it sucks. <laughs> but you're like, man, that bridge literally took me from this place to that place. And I cannot thank that structure enough. So maybe one day I'll get to share that. Um, maybe not that they're a bridge, but like maybe one day I'll get to like <laughs> share how much they've actually done for me. Um, yeah. So. Well, I appreciate your time. It's always great being in, well, we're not necessarily in space, but in, you know, around you, the energy is always good. We always have good energy when we're around, you know, talking. So I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come on our platform and, and, and making it happen and, and sharing, sharing the, the brilliance that you have for the rest of the community to tap into. So like, as I said, y'all, you know, make sure you guys tap in with Miss Noel and, uh, you know, so like I said, I appreciate you coming, uh, on, onto our platform. Thank you so much again for having me. This has been really um, refreshing. It has been a hectic day. <laughs> uh, and this 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 has been so nice. So thanks, community, for having me. And thank you, Build, for hosting me. I appreciate it. All right, we'll be in touch soon. Like I said, man, amazing things. We got young folks out here doing amazing things in community. Miss Noel, you know, make sure you guys tap into her website. Sounds like she got some new ventures going on where she's doing some consulting. So make sure you check in. This is once again, this is Dre with Build 206, Brothers United Leadership Development, kicking off our Build 206 Media Collective Network podcast, where we're highlighting the amazing work that folks are doing in community. So community is aware of what's going on. All right, y'all. Peace. produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.